Pain Train Productions presents Arch Rivals Football Season 2. Your starting lineup, Ricky Litwinkowicz, Alex Aldafe, Todd Rosenfeld, and Nicholas Russell. Enjoy the show. Well, 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 premature ejaculation. Ricky didn't mute, unmute us. So how's everybody doing tonight? Drinking diet. He's working really hard at drinking diet Pepsi. I mean, they called him because uh, there's a marathon tomorrow and they're just going to have him fucking just fucking funnel it into his mouth and into his asshole. Just kidding. Sorry, that was that was graphic. Was that too graphic? But that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. Finally, I'm back. Yes, what's good, though? I'm going to say what's up to, real quick to uh, what's going on, Jeremy Peterson. What's going on, Cody Bailey, Keith Robbins, Jr. Jr. How are you guys doing tonight? And Stephen Waldman. St- Stephen Wally. You alls. Oh, my mic is still not on. That's That's even better. So no one heard anything that you said? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> when is there always some type of brain fart on this fucking show? Always. That's why it's our rivals, because we're stupid. Well, I don't know about that, but anyway. We're just not smart. We're not stupid. We're just not smart. So some of the brief news that we have for you this evening is Clay Matthews suffers a broken jaw and is out for a month. What isn't, did he, isn't that did he say something to Vontez Perfect or what happened? Uh, I think maybe they were trying to get mono from fucking Sam Darnold. Oh man, it could be possible. <laughs> and that's a bad disease. Like you don't want that fucking disease. It's terrible. well, if you're currently playing for the L.A. Rams, wouldn't you want to be out and just get paid? I would Especially think so. You, I guess if you can make out with like dudes and stuff, like. <laughs> I, I really think that's how that's going to end up fucking happening, but, you know. Because we all know that's really what happens in the NFL. Just oh, dude yeah. Out, touching butts and stuff. Uh, there's also uh, no Devontae Adams for the game really? in Dallas this weekend with Turf Toe. What yeah. is Turf Toe? Somebody tell me what Turf Toe is. Well, normally I if Enzo's don't around... understand it. Enzo would give a real fucking big uh, what to do on what some of these injuries are, but he's been MIA as of late. And this fucking NDI is fucking killing me right now because it's just well, you're fucking... you're on slops. Uh, lock those in. It shouldn't do anything else once you lock them in. Okay, let's see. All right, so they're locked. Let's see what yeah, happens. Yeah, it, sh- it should stay. It's not like OBS where they go. Blah, 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 blah. Well, we also have no Jalen Ramsey. Apparently, his. Uh, I say that it just happened. Yeah, I know, right? Go figure that one out. Uh, he's going to be apparently out again with another personal issue, Mr. Jalen Ramsey. Really? Yeah. And you know that that's that's interesting because word on the street is is that the Jaguars have absolutely no interest in trying to trade Jalen Ramsey. So. If if there's truly something wrong with him, that's one thing. But if he's really just holding out to get for the trade, it's not going to happen because uh, 
it looks like Tom Coughlin and the the brass just they don't want to they they're not going to really get the value that I think that they want for to try and get Jalen Ramsey. So what's so the point? pretty much what they're doing? Like he's doing like a Le'Veon Bell. Pretty much all, yeah. Like he's just like, oh, I've got this going on. I've got this going on, and I'm just not going to play this season. So what? Like just let him fucking go if he wants to fucking go, man. Like that's that's my thing on on Ramsey. Like just let him fucking go if he wants to get out, get the fuck out of there. Why would you want somebody that doesn't want to play for your? Why would you force somebody to play for your team that you don't want to play for your, or doesn't want to play for your team? Okay, so Steve, Stephen Waldman has actually gone to bat for the definition of turf toe. It is the most common symptoms of turf toe include pain, swelling, limited joint movement at the base of one big toe. You have two of them, you can still run. Uh, symptoms well, develop- I mean, he, he apparently he's never worked for FedEx and I'm not saying that's who I work for, but I work for a company like that. And uh, we just have to still keep working. So I don't understand. So apparently also as well, it says here it develops slowly over time. It's a repetitive injury caused by sudden forceful motion. Injury can be painful immediately and worsen within 24 hours. Sometimes when the injury occurs, a pop can be felt. Usually the entire joint is involved and toe movement is limited. Yeah, it's no bueno. So he walks around like a pirate. Yeah, pretty much. He's got a peg leg. That's fine. I don't know why it really should mean anything, but I mean, I guess because it's the big toe. That makes it an issue. Is that possible? Yeah. Yeah. Not I, really, though. Go ahead. Go ahead, Nick. Well, I'm th- I'm thinking that you know, it's going to be kind of hard to try and run off of. I mean, if you think about it, when you walk, you a lot of your weight sometimes on your foot, so, your toe. So if I well, mean, I mean, yeah, your big toe it keeps your balance. Yeah, and if you if your big toe is killing you to a point that you can barely walk on it, I'm pretty sure running on it is not going to be the best scenario either. So, and it, and you know what? And for what it's worth, it looked like that that big toe injury was kind of bad, even when um when Devonte Adams went out. Because once once you heard it was turf toe, usually people who get turf toe miss at least a solid month. I know when AJ Green, yeah, you're right, notorious for turf toe injuries got one towards the middle of the year last year and missed like almost a whole month. So, you know, this is, this isn't one of those, you know, uh, what is the little cortisone shots in the foot? Hopefully things will get better type of injuries. Now yeah. this, uh, you're going to have to stay off it. And once it gets better kind of injury. So, and it's a big loss for green Bay, especially, you know, we'll talk about later. They play Dallas. That's a big loss because now who's Aaron Rodgers going to throw the ball to, you know, you hope it's it, Jimmy Graham. It, you get what I'm saying? Like you're gonna have to hope that Jimmy Graham somehow, um, like steps up and 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 is not playing like his overrated self, or you're gonna have to hope that uh, what is it, Valdez, Scantling, or some of these other guys step up, or are you gonna actually be able to run a yard, especially if you're on first in goal at the one yard line and able to one run at least one yard? So we'll see, but that's a big loss for Green Bay. And we also have here Josh Allen is still in protocol. I guess the concussion protocol and is still marked as questionable against Tennessee this Sunday. 
So who's going to be the quarterback for fucking Buffalo? Matt Barkley. Who sucks total balls. <laughs> well, I have seen. You know what, Buffalo? Seen... At least you guys still got them fucking wings. Because goddamn, I, I, I like Josh Allen. I thought he, he I, I think he did a great job last week. Honestly, I mean, he didn't really do much, but except get hurt. But still. Those are not been killers too, though. Yeah, yeah. Those picks he was throwing last week were not good. They were bad. They were well, bad. I'm not saying he's he was he's no, he's not great. I just said he wasn't bad. Yes, uh, Stephen is pointing out that Sam Darnold is still out with the uh, case of mono, dude. And you know what? And Sam Darnold, my heart goes out to you, man. I had mono, and that fucking sucks. You guys don't understand it. You guys are like, well, let's see it. And I've heard a lot of fucking radio announcers like, oh, well, you I thought that's something you get in middle school and stuff because that's what you get from kissing girls. No, I got it when I was 30. And and I don't know how. I don't know, know how I got it. I was saying, I was telling you guys before the show, I, I really listen to a lot of fans, especially on Wednesday. And let me tell you how miserable Jets fans are. The Jets fans are so miserable that they're already talking about drafting Tua with a top pick in uh, this upcoming year's draft. I'm thinking, wait a minute. Sam Darnold isn't even in his third year as a quarterback, and we're already talking about replacing him with with Tua Tagulova from from Alabama, that's insane. That is one hundred percent insanity. So the it's not looking good in in in, uh, in Jetsville. And I I think I said it or, or like a couple weeks ago. I would be amazed if Adam Gaze came back as Jets head coach, especially if this team goes like two and fourteen, three and thirteen, because I just don't believe that Adam Gase is a, is a head coach. He might be an okay offensive coordinator. He is not a head coach. So when you got when you know that your quarterback has mono, which in the adult body usually uh, enlarges the spleen. Oh my and, god, dude, it's you're, fucking yes. Dead. And we're talking, and we're talking that Adam Gase. And and well, I shouldn't say the entire New York Jet organization. I should just say Adam Gaze was really in interviews talking about making a game plan surrounding if Sam Darnold was actually going to play. How sway? How when this man is coming off mono and is not a hundred percent one no. wrong hit and that spleen's rupture, this man could die. That's no, not even your spleen. It's like one hit. Then he doesn't have the rupture of his fucking spleen. One hit and he's just like. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm just saying, as a person who's had mono in his in his like in my thirties, I went to work. I was I was out of work for a month, and then after four weeks of not going into work, I was like, all right, I got to get back to fucking work, man. I got to fucking try to go. And so I walk, you know, I got showered and I cleaned myself up just like the best dressed I could be after not being at work for a month. It felt like a piece of shit walking in there because I missed work for a month. And then I get there and I'm like, yeah, not a great idea. And then I fell asleep in my fucking office for three hours and they're like, all right, you need to go home, buddy. And they drove me home. So like, and I've got a, I've got a friend right now. 
who's a music teacher at a at a elementary school, and she's been out for six weeks. Ugh. I mean, it's a fucking dude. Like, mono's no fucking joke. It's not fucking. It's not a fucking like. I wanted to kill myself after I, before I realized what it was, and even after I realized what it was, it was like, yeah, I still want to kill myself. Someone give me a gun right now to stop this pain. It hurts. It hurts, dude. I'd rather have cancer than have mono. Yeah, that's that's kind of like a real weird way to say it, but okay. No, no, seriously, like I don't know, like cancer, like ah, well, I just not do anything and just die. Uh, mono, holy fuck, it, your whole body hurts, man. It's it's fucking, it's an angry fucking little monkey. I fucking hate it. Hate it. It's just like this little fucking. Like, it's like a gorilla that just fucking grasping your chest and then makes you tired the whole time. It's weird. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so I I, I feel bad for, uh, what's his name, for Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, I do too, man. I Yeah. I, want I mean, to all things, basket. yeah, all things mono aside, just the whole, you know, thought that fans really want this guy out of town even after, you know, um, uh, once this guy out of town, even though he hasn't even been in the league for three whole years, is I don't know, dude. The Jets are just miserable. They're miserable right now, and I could just tell just from listening to the fan on Wednesday, I could tell how miserable they really are. So, and then what's his name is was was on the field actually. I don't know if you guys heard this. Saquon Barkley was on the field practicing from the high ankle sprain he suffered against Tampa uh, two weeks ago. But they ruled him out as well. There's do you do not bring do not bring back Saquon Barkley when your next two opponents are going to be Minnesota and New England with their defenses. I hate to they, say it though, but he looked fucking phenomenal. He did. For what? Did. It was two weeks after the fucking injury. He and looked like he never about, even had it. Yeah, and they were talking about he was supposed to miss like anywhere from four to eight weeks. And here we are two weeks after the injury. And you're right. He did look good. But I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, the New York Giants are like, hold on, let's hold the phone because we got to play Minnesota this week. And then what is it? Uh, um, New England on Monday night or Sunday night football next week. Yeah, yeah those may not be the two teams you want to play against when it comes to something like that. So there is a comment in here that said the uh, Jets should trade for uh, Cousins. For, for Patrick, Darnold. what are you talking about? It's Patrick from uh, yes. Savage Thoughts. Welcome to uh, our tribals. Welcome oh, to our tribals, okay. buddy. I was trying to say he, he, he mentioned Yeah, you talked to him on Monday, Nick. like, what in the hell? He's talking about the, the ball game. Not yet. But we're about uh, to get Patrick, to Patrick, why do you want to tra- trade Kurt Cousins? He's not doing bad for you guys. Well, he's, he's not, not doing good. great either. <laughs> yeah, but he's not losing. Like, how many games have they lost? They, they're they're two and two. Yeah, he's not losing. Give him a little, give him a little faith in the man. Have a little faith in him. I have no faith in him to begin with because he was a fucking bullshit deal that went wrong when he signed when he got out of uh, Washington. And he yeah, got out of Washington because he got out of that fucking cesspool of fucking football. He's a fucking overpaid motherfucker. Oh, Kirk Cousins isn't that bad. He's fucking did, horrible. Uh, dude, did you hear did you hear about the uh I guess they did some kind of podcast with 
with uh, Kirk Cousins. Like, uh, I don't know if it's like a, if it's the Vikings affiliate out in Minnesota or if it's like some fans that actually do a weekly podcast with Kirk Cousins. But I guess they had Kirk Cousins and Adam Thielen on. And I guess Adam Thielen, like low key, called Kirk Cousins out because he only had was like three receiving yards against the Bears on Sunday. And so um, they're listening to Adam Thielen kind of call out Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins did exactly what Patrick uh, is saying. He just apologized the whole time. He's like, yeah, he's right. I'm sorry. I haven't been doing my job. This I, and that. I'm sorry. Like, it was I'm real. Sorry. It was insanely weird. And he was just like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's right. This and that. Like so much so that even Stefan Diggs has called out not just so much Kirk Cousins, but just Gary Kubiak in the offense. Because the, if you think about it, Gary Kubiak's offense has really been surrounded about him running the, uh, the zone runs that's benefited um, Dalvin Cook. But now you have Kirk Cousins who doesn't throw the ball like more than 50 times a game. So that means that Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen are not getting the touches like they used to. You know, and and here's what Patrick said. He said the revolt against him here in Batson, Minnesota, personally apologized to Adam and pissed Diggs off. Yeah, dude. It's huge up there. Apparently, like what? Kirk Cousins, get the fuck out of Minnesota because save yourself. Save yourself. And if you guys are listening, save yourself. Save yourself. There, the there are there have all been rumors, of your friends. Rumors going through the NFL this week is that Diggs is personally taking himself out of the game, right? And the rumors were that the Patriots were in talks with the Vikings to trade for Stefan Diggs. You know what? Personally, He's a great player in Minnesota. He's not going to fit the Pat system. Guaranteed. He's not. He's yeah. not going to get the touches Dude. that he'd be getting in Minnesota. And, and you know, the funny thing is the blame really shouldn't be on Kirk Cousins. I, I don't blame, think so either. Yeah, no, the blame is 100% on, what's his name? It's on Gary Kubiak and the way the offenses ran. This like think about it. Minnesota went out and, and paid a lot of money to upgrade their their offensive line. It's just the unfortunate thing is the offensive their the linemen that they got are all masters of the run block. They're not really big time pass blockers. So when you get a healthy, you bring back a healthy Dalvin Cook, you revamp a a, a great offense or at least a really decent run blocking offensive line. That means the what you call it's going to suffer the. Um, the passing game and it has you know and what was the one game i think it was against the raiders where where um i think kirk cousins only passed the ball 10 times yeah because dalvin cook had fucking all of those rushing yardage that's exactly what it was they, well, they Pat ran said the he had to run. patrick said he had to run thanks patrick have a good night peace out man but yeah that was well, that- no the, the game against the raiders i i don't know um I'm. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Delvin, that's Delvin like, could have like Cousins fourteen carries. Look bad. Yeah, but he had fourteen. Didn't uh, like Delvin Cook have like fourteen carries for like a buck thirty three in that game? Yeah, uh, it was some crazy. It was some crazy. But at the same time, I think I think Kirk Cousins legit threw the ball ten times, and one of those one of those ten times was like a. 
five or seven yard touchdown pass to Adam Thielen, and that was about I it. Think, I think he threw the ball like twenty times. I can go back and look at the stats. For I'll it, look but... at the stats. Yeah, there was uh, yeah one of these games. I know for a fact. I swear, Kirk Cousins may have only thrown a ball like ten like ten times legit. And I, but at the same time, like I just said though, you know, it's it's just one of those things where Gary Kubiak just loves to run the ball. He just does, and it. But it, unfortunately, it's affecting Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen, and they're both sounding off about it. So I don't know what you know. I don't know what's going to happen. But I mean, but at the same time, if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know, if the Minnesota Vikings, who are currently sitting at what two and two, yeah, and and you can't even blame for last week's game because they're actually the you're right. Uh, he only threw the ball like twelve times. Yeah, dude, it was some low. He only it's- threw for 174 yards. Yeah. So and that's and that's what I'm saying. You know, you, you you can't get too upset because the Chicago Bears defense is just so damn good that nothing uh, works. Shut the fuck up, dude. Just let's not talk about the Chicago Bears defense. You guys play them again in London. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. yeah go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, dude, like, let's not talk about them. Let's just talk about how cool the Raiders are and. Man, we should have picked up all these players that we could have picked. There are so many players that we could have easily fucking added on. Yeah. Free agents. And we have the the capital space since we we lost perfect. Yeah, but I don't know, dude. So I hope Minnesota figures it out or at least try to make the wide receivers happy. I mean, you know why they do say the wide receiver position is like the biggest prima donna position in all of football. And you can tell right now that neither one of them are happy that they're only getting like maybe two, three catches a game or in Adam Thielen's case last week, one catch for three yards. All right. So let's talk about last night's game. Yes, sir. Uh, I I did not catch the first half of this game because we were doing pipe bomb, but I did actually catch the majority of this game on the radio and uh, via the Optimum app here in New York City. Uh, it was uh, Rams traveling to Seattle. Final score: Seattle thirty, Rams twenty nine. Seattle was laying one and a half in this game, so pretty much the result of the game. Yeah, you know. The, Ra- the, the the Seahawks didn't cover, obviously, because the Rams win by a half a point, which is kind of garbage because you can't score half a point. But this is another game, to my point, and maybe people will finally start to realize this. Now, yes, God, Goff did have pretty, barely de- decent numbers last night. He had amazing numbers on Sunday, but there are no wins. Every time there's a game where I have seen the Rams on my screen mm-hmm. here in New York, he has not played up to the money that they have given him. I'm sorry. No, no, I, he I've hasn't. Seen, I have seen Goff three times on regular TV. The Sunday, the Sunday game last week, Thursday night football, and what was it, the Sunday night game, what, two weeks ago? And he's 0-3 yeah. in primetime. Ah, uh, I'm just not, I'm not there. I'm not there with the Rams. I mean, I think last year was a fucking fluke for him, but I just don't see it anymore, man. I mean, he, 
even, I mean, come on, like, uh, can't even cover the spread, like, really? Like, against the Seahawks, like, you're the, you're the AFC champions, or NFC champions, and you can't beat the fucking Seahawks. I'm sorry on this one, and maybe I'm out of line, but I, I, I've really put a lot into the Rams just because they're from L.A., but but, I don't know. I, but I just, Nick, but I Nick kind of Nick had kind of told me not to say anything about this till we got a few weeks into the season. Am I am I possibly bringing up a point that there you are that Nick, he is no. not Nick he is not a, a a prime time player at this point. And we talked about this. I think the second episode before the season started, we did when we, we went our- through the when we went through the quarterback rankings and Nick, I'm just going to, we're going to pass it on to you. Let's talk about Jared Goff, please. Um, you know, give me your emphasis. Well, let, well, let me say this. Let me say this because I, I, I think, I think I understand why you guys are frustrated with Jared Goff at the same time too. I don't think some of this blame, just as we said with Kirk Cousins, I don't think some of the blame is on Jared Goff. Let's look at let's look at the game. Okay, so the game on let's go, let's go last week, okay? The game with the game against Tampa. He threw some bad picks. Like some really bad interceptions. Um, yes, he threw for 517 yards, but that's because the Bucks pass defense is not that good. So, well, the pat the secondary is young and they got beat a lot. Okay, but if you go into the game last week, or I'm sorry, last night, Jared Goff wasn't bad. He put the Rams in a position to win. Um, the concern with Los Angeles to me is that defense. Now, Rick was on point when he said that. Um, you know, we've seen the Rams. The Rams defense didn't give, give up really any rushing touchdowns last week. They most definitely did give up um some some pretty insane passing uh touchdowns. The pass to Tyler Lockett was insane. Um that ball looked like it was getting thrown out of bounds, and somehow Russell Wilson was able to float it to where only Tyler Lockett could make some insane two-foot, two-toe-tap catch. But Marcus Peters has been getting insanely beat for some reason over the last two weeks. He got beat in the game, and I've been, I, I was actually I was thinking about this on the car ride home. It's it, we found it kind of funny why Kansas City was so quick to give up on Marcus Peters, and you're starting to kind of really see why. Yeah, well, Last, then he went. He went to. He went to. Marcus Peters went from Kansas City to. Hey. Yeah, and and look at it. If you look at last week. Mike Evans just ran a simple fly route, and, and just he can't do it. And just blew right past Marcus Peters for almost 10, 15 yards. You know what I'm saying? And then you look at the game last night. He got beat again by DK Metcalf. So I'm not sure sure what's going on with that defense. But Eric Weddle can do all the yelling and stuff that he can on the sidelines for them to be better. But, dude, Marcus Peters needs help because in two weeks, he's been blown by two uh, big wide receivers who really – 
I think, I mean, Mike Evans has speed, DK Metcalf has speed, but I would think Marcus Peters is as fast, if not faster than him, and both of them is blown right past him. But to Jared Goff's defense, though, I thought yesterday he had a pretty decent game overall, but what ended up costing him the game? They tried to go for two instead of going for the extra point, and they ended up losing by a point. But yeah. Jared Goff did make plays to get Los Angeles in the field goal range. It's just unfortunate that Greg Zerline missed the field goal. I agree with that. I mean, uh, to, to me, though, still, I, I don't I, – I looked at – I'm looking at Goff's numbers from last night. Yes, he almost throw four, he throws for 400 yards. He was a yard off. Okay? But there's still another interception there, which I know that puts him up, I, I think, against amongst the leaders of interceptions thrown in the NFL this year. Am I wrong? It, I, he's got to be up there with Matt Ryan, because if I'm not mistaken, Matt Ryan was leading the league in picks. So, there, there, I mean, again, there are, like, at this point, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up real quick while uh, we're, we're thinking about it. But I, again, I'm not. I, I see the numbers that would make a quarterback stand out. But at the end of the day, though, he's not winning. And if you are going to be captioned the leader of the team, because that's where quarterbacks are normally captioned as leaders right. of the team, you got to right. be putting up fucking yeah. wins. You're and right. we're not you're not seeing you're not seeing Goff put up these W's the way they're supposed to be. There's a lot of weird decisions. He had twenty he went twenty nine for forty nine last night, which means on twenty attempts that either A should have been a catch or he just threw the ball and it didn't get in the direction that where it was supposed to. So the, the, there was a comment in the thing saying that he's working with a new quarterbacks coach. Uh, I I really don't know how much that really affects a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, come on, man. He's like working with a new quarterbacks coach. I mean, I don't I'm not backing him. But I mean, if he's working with a new coach, a new playing system, that's going to fuck with you. If you're used to one thing, I mean, he's used to one thing with what he went to the Super Bowl with last year and they got a new quarterbacks coach. Uh, And I'm not like backing him. I'm just saying, like, that might have a problem with it. He might have a problem. But, he's, that, already, uh, but he's already got seven picks for the year. Well, through four games, Through four games, he has seven picks. Last year, he only had 12. So he's he has, already more than halfway to his season total from last year. Yeah, but he's got seven picks and his team's only three and two. But let, but let let us also have to not forget a key element is that the running game this year is not what it was last year. No. Early is an absolute shell of himself. He's not mm-hmm. the same running back. You Agreed know, 100%. Yeah, and we and we kind of saw that um remember he hurt his knee really bad. What was it like week 14 or 15 last year? Yeah. And then, and then, you know, he was able to finish out the season and go to the Super Bowl. But then think about it. In the offseason, his knee was so bad that they were actually talking about that he may have to retire. And that's, I, and that's a great point you're bringing up, too, because his knee was so bad when they went to the Super Bowl. Had they, when his knee was bad in week nine? Yeah. Because his week, it, like, had, 
his his knee was bad in week nine of twenty eighteen. Had they rehabbed him instead of put him put him out there in the fucking front lines, maybe the Rams would have won the Super Bowl last year. All right, so I mean, and that's serious because he, he did he played like shit in the Super yep. Bowl last yep. year. So I mean, I I, I don't think he full. They never let that. They never let this guy fully recover from yeah, the initial I, injury. Yeah, I, I I agree with you 100. And that's and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying now. Like if you think about it, that offense last year relied a lot on um on a uh, Todd Gurley. You know, and, and 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 it took a lot of pressure off of of uh, Jared Goff. It took a lot of pressure off of like Cooper Cub. So now you have to respect the fact that Todd Gurley was running the ball effectively. So those lanes were you know super open for Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks and and Robert Woods and and everything. But now that you know that the Rams aren't going to run the ball a lot because what's his name is not healthy. Like think about it. If you go back, let's go back to game to uh, week one against Carolina. Malcolm Brown was actually the feature back in that game in the first half, and Todd Gurley had to come out as the closer, and everyone swore up and down that Todd Gurley was not on a carries restriction. But And then you look at um, what was the game week two. That was the one against the Browns, if I'm not mistaken. You know, he didn't look good in that one. And then last week against uh, – well, if you go to last week's game against Tampa Bay – um, he had a couple of rushing touchdowns. We only carried the ball like, like eight, nine times in that game. So something has to be wrong with Todd Gurley that the Rams are trying to hide, and you know Todd Gurley's trying to work through. But you can't win a game if you have. Um, you can't win a game if, at the end of the day, Todd Gurley. Um, can't get healthy, and they're only running the ball 15 times to where Jared Goff has to hurl up 50 passes. You know, you're not going to, and especially with a defense that's really struggling. Because yes, Aaron Donald is good, but the focus is on Aaron. Aaron Donald's getting triple teamed at this point, so you're going to need Clay Matthews and 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 uh, Dante Fowler and these guys to step up. But it just hasn't happened. And over the last couple weeks, the secondary's been getting burnt. They got burnt last week by Jameis. They got they were burnt so bad this week by Russell Wilson that at one point going into the fourth quarter, Russell Wilson had a perfect passer rating against the uh the Los Angeles Rams. So I don't know, dude. They're gonna have to they're gonna have to figure something out because just like I've been saying that Tampa can't give up 500 yards and think they're gonna win games, the Rams can't think that they're gonna give up. Just, you know, big time performances defensively to guys like Jameis and Russell is not going to get any easier. And they think they're going to win games. So that was a big win for Seattle last night to keep them in the hunt with San Francisco, who's still undefeated. And that's a pretty tough loss for Los Angeles, who now falls to three and two and find themselves in third place in what is a tough NFC West. Absolutely right. So with that, let's go into. I just wrote my keyboard, goddammit. <laughs> Week five. That was the weirdest fucking drum roll. I think I Well, I've my ever keyboard fucking, fucking broke, goddammit. Oh my god. I tried. 
I'll get a drum set. I've got a drum set in my basement, and we'll just I'll bring it upstairs. You, you know so. what we have to do? We have to bring out the monkey with the uh, the symbols. Yeah, that would be awesome. That's pretty much what I am here. All right, so we have leading off. This is going to be a fucking travesty in itself because I lost the binder somewhere. Jesus Christ! Good thing the picture. That's the why we can't have nice things. Yes. All right, Jacksonville at Carolina. Yeah. We have the spread at Carolina laying negative three and a half. Jacksonville's got forty under over. So it's Jacksonville at Carolina. Carolina minus three and a half. Jesus Christ. Um I'm gonna go with Jacksonville on this one. Upset. Hey, think about it like this though. Think about it like this. Originally, this game was supposed to be Nick Foles versus Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Go figure it's now gonna be Gardner Minshew versus mm-hmm. Kyle Allen. That's um, what I'm and, saying. And Jacksonville I, all the way. Yeah, and I know they they're saying that I guess Gardner Minshew should be on that injury report. I guess he must have dinked his knee in the last. Well, Uncle Rico, they caught him in the locker room. Uncle Rico was sucking his dick, and that's the problem. (laughs) The likeliness of scenarios, but I'll buy it. Uh, So he's kind of on the injury report. If Gardner Minshew can't go, I guess Josh Dobbs, who they traded for from Pittsburgh, because will be the starter, but nonetheless, my question I, I'm anxious to see who's going to be better because Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey both came out in the same class as far as running backs are concerned. They both came out in the same draft class, so yeah. it, it, they're, it, you know, we saw uh, Leonard Fournette last week, um, finally show to his potential run for like what was like 223, 225, and Christian McCaffrey has kind of rebounded since the week two game against Tampa. But with this game kind of being at home, I'm almost thinking uh, I think I'm gonna go with I think I'm gonna go with Carolina at home. So I don't I just I don't go really with try. Carolina laying three and a half as well. Yeah, I'll take the minus point. So I'll go Carolina both ways. I'm going with Uncle Rico. Rico. I did this last night, and I'm probably going to do this again. I'm going to go Jacksonville getting the points, but it's going to be Carolina with the win. See, that's why you're so weird, dude. Like, come on now. Um, I got a commit. half a point in that fucking commit. game last night. got to commit to Uncle Rico. Napoleon Dynamite was a full legacy. It was a. It was a. Uh, you call it? Yeah. What the hell? You, it was. You, a, you it was why a look I into the future. Is his? Is is this quarterback's name Kyle Allen or some shit? Yes. Okay. I, I'm actually going to roll with that, and he's been he's two and zero in starting this year, so I'm yeah. going to roll with the hot hand, and I, I like his accuracy. I give him that. He's he is pretty decently accurate. More accurate than Cam all year. Yes, in in more ways than one. Yes, he dresses better too. By the way, much better. Okay, um, 
Uh, well, I guess I, I don't want. I'm not spending I'm, I'm a lot of time on this. Their, their facial hair. I'm not Go spending ahead. this. This next one, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on. There are notes for it. It's Pats at Redskins. Okay, so the game is in Washington. The spread for the game. All right, who cares? Fifteen and a half. Oh man, under over forty-two. I'm Dude. going to go with the Pats on the points. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Pats and the points as well. But, dude, how incompetent are the Washington Redskins, bro? I I, I don't know if it was a true story or not. Dude, how incompetent is the Patriots' fucking schedule this year? Yeah, well, I mean, you play you play what's on the schedule, bro. Well, here's, here's my problems with this game, and it's been all over the news this week. Uh, Goskowski got put on the IR. They went and signed 37-year-old Mike Nugent, uh, a kicker that Alex really should know because he played for the Raiders. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I think they I, – I can't pronounce the other fucking kicker's name that they signed to the practice squad. Uh, I haven't even tried. He didn't play for the Raiders. He tried out for the Raiders. No, not the second kicker, but Nugent did play Nugent. for the Raiders for three games. Win. It says it. Oh, he played for three right, games right, toward the end right, of the season. Right. He did. He did. He did play. Uh, again, now here's another thing. The question on Brady's health is one point. Edelman's health is another point. <clears throat> again, well, Brady's health. I mean, his his kid's gonna come and kiss him on the mouth, and he's gonna go. And then he's gonna play a football game. But there is a calf injury somewhere. What what specific in the calf injury it is, I don't know. And, well, and his kid's going to kiss his calf, and he's going to kiss his dad in the mouth. And the, I'm sorry. I hate Tom Brady. I'm just going to keep talking shit. But there are, you keep talking about Tom Brady. There are a lot of notice, noticeable things, but I'm not taking the I'm not I'm I'm taking Washington with the points. Because they are gonna Washington. You think Washington's gonna win the game? Listen, effective wise, I don't believe right now that the Patriots' offense is strong enough to carry the load. The defense won them that game last week in Buffalo. Big facts, okay. Big facts, but you're talking about Washington Redskins, who I'm giving technically a 16 point lead. I'm gonna. Pro- I'm. I'm taking the points on this. This. This is. It's just no question about it. If if the Redskins had a quarterback that could effectively throw the ball, I would agree with you. But you did say Colt McCoy starting over Case Keenum and Dwayne Haskins. That's just how bad the Redskins season has been. Just terrible. All right. Next yeah. one. Up. Again, now now we 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 just mentioned them, and they're the next game on the list. Buffalo at Tennessee. We have the spread here. Buffalo at Tennessee. Tennessee minus three under over 38 and a half. You know, this game's interesting because Tennessee's coming off a huge win against Atlanta on the road where Marcus Mariota actually looked pretty decent. And then you got Buffalo. Was it a huge win? Was it a huge win for 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 the uh, p- positioning of Tampa Bay? Yes. Okay. Well. And, and and I and I can't stand Atlantic City. 
So with that being said, it was a pretty okay. One the win. It was a good win for Tennessee. Okay, there we go. Now, uh, now let's not talk about let's not talk about Tampa Bay. Let's talk about the actual yeah. win. Was it a really hard win? Was it a really good no, win? No, no. Okay, it was a good win for Tennessee last week. And then Buffalo pretty much made Tom Brady look like the 42-year-old quarterback that he was. And that defense is really good. It's just the special teams, like like Rick said. The defense won that game. Three interceptions off of um, Josh Allen. And Josh Allen is still in concussion protocol. So if he doesn't start, that means that Matt Barkley's going to get to start. And, man, I don't know, dude. Like, you, I'm high on Buffalo, but... Matt Barkley throwing the ball is making me think twice about this game. But uh, uh, screw it. I'm just going to go Buffalo both ways. I'll go that way, too. I'll, I just think uh, I, I I second that. Uh, you know Next what? I, I hate to say it, though, but Tennessee has been such a fucking up and down team this year. Been, they're always an up and down team. That's the thing about Tennessee that pisses me the fuck right off. Like they're not consistent. Well, they're not. I like Tennessee a lot, but they're not consistent. Tennessee and, is uh, only good for their whiskey, and and that's what pisses me off. I really <laughs> want the place. I really want the place. I mean. I'm not going to not be a Raiders <laughs> fan, but I'd, I, I'd wear a Tennessee shirt if they could win some stuff and then give me whiskey. I mean, I, I'd love it. All right. It makes me mad about them. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Baltimore. Do we need to really talk about this? Well, you know what? what? Is- I, I really do think we kind of need to talk about this because last few games, Lamar Jackson's been laying eggs. He has. Yes, yeah, but yes. I agree with but that. But did you watch? Did you guys actually watch that game on Monday? Did oh, you yeah. actually watch the abortion of a football game for the first three quarters? But you know what? Though? Baltimore was favored heavily going into the Cleveland game, and somehow, miraculously, Cleveland's defense. Actually, fucking picked him apart. Yeah. All right. The week before that, it was Baltimore and Kansas City, and we saw how that one turned out. And now everybody keeps claiming, oh, well, Kansas City's defense is crap. Apparently not, because they fucking gave Lamar Jackson fits. So now, well, now okay. it's Pittsburgh. Let's, well, let's talk about this. Kansas City's defense is crap. Um, they are. They're the they're the worst defense in the NFL. Am I wrong? No. It's not going. It's not going. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Ricky. Go ahead. No, I mean Kansas City's defense is not the bottom of the barrel this year. But I, I gotta say though that again, Baltimore's defense has not been the defense that we've seen from years past. No, you're a hundred percent correct. Because I I mean Baltimore's defense from what I mean Jesus Christ I'm 35 and I, at least for the last 15 years I, anytime you hear Baltimore my butthole tightens it's like oh my god their fucking defense is so badass and their defense has been badass for the 
I mean, at least the past 15 years. And now it's just like, after last weekend, it's like, okay, well, apparently they fucked that off. Because they've given up almost, I think it was over 70 points the last two weeks. Yeah. And gave up and gave up three touchdown runs and big ones to Nick Chubb last week. And and if and yeah, if, yeah. And if Pittsburgh's reading the blueprint, James Conner could be in for a pretty big day. So if they don't tighten that up, yeah, James Conner be for a big day. All right. So we have Baltimore laying three and a half under over forty four. So Pittsburgh's actually getting a f- getting fucking a field goal. I'm plus. still gonna go with uh, I'm still gonna go with B more. I'll go I'll go with the Steelers on the upset. Oh, you asshole. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm splitting this one again. Baltimore to win, but Pittsburgh with the points. Kent Williams is saying the only two defenses worse than the Chiefs are the Cardinals and the Dolphins. So that's that's yeah, the shittiest teams in the fucking NFL. (laughs) We could also put Washington up there. I mean, there are there I'm are sorry, very many teams. I love you, buddy. Uh, I love you, Kent. There are three or four shitty. teams that don't have a win this year so far. Yeah, the Cardinals and the Dolphins. Well, this is it's kind of funny that we bring up the uh, the winless teams because no, two of them that, are going against each other again this no, weekend. But the, the funny thing is, is he's comparing the shitty the only teams that are worse than the Chiefs' defense are the Cardinals. Dolphins and who's going up together uh, against each other? The Dolphins and the Cardinals, right? No, it's Arizona uh, and Cincinnati. Game is in Cincinnati. The line is Cincinnati minus three. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm kind of confused on. I mean, I don't know. I I feel bad for 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 Larry Fitzgerald. And I really feel bad for David Johnson because I think David Johnson is an absolute stud. And I think David Johnson is probably one of the better two. Larry Fitzgerald, like, out for the season? No, he's still playing. Still playing. He just broke Jerry Rice's, uh, broke Jerry Rice, not just broke it. He just moved it. Pretty sure he's hurt, though, isn't he? I don't think he is. I don't think he's. No, I know he he just went into, um, um, Number two behind Jerry Rice for most receptions in the season. I mean, in a career. So I mean, kudos to Larry Fitzgerald on that. But the Arizona Cardinals are a mess, a whole, a full mess. And I know they they gave up on Josh Rosen early, and they you know they brought in Kyler Murray because that's who Cliff Kingsbury wanted. But you know they did. It's like they did a good job. By uh, tying the Arizona, I mean the Detroit Lions, and then they just went ass backwards since then. And you're taking on Cincinnati, who's not that better themselves. They're going to need a quarterback when this season's over with, because it's just time to move on from Andy Dalton. And I think they they're losing John Ross the third to a shoulder injury, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And, and has right. there been any word on when AJ Green is supposed to be coming back from the uh, ankle? Injury? I, I thought it was supposed to be three weeks. He's not he, even he's not even listed on the fucking injury report. Okay, so maybe he'll play on uh, what you call it. Maybe he won't. Uh, but I, I'm still taking. Uh, 
ah, dude, someone's got to win. Yeah, that's the scary thing is somebody's got to win, and I think somebody needs to get Kyler Murray a fucking booster seat. Yeah, no kidding. Jesus but Christ, dude, that guy, like you know, th- that guy wanted so bad to be Patrick Mahomes. That's what he wanted to be. But he he's from OU. Well, uh, I really Baker think he- Mayfield. Baker Mayfield left. Texas Tech because Patrick Mahomes beat him out. And I'm not trying to suck Patrick Mahomes' dick. I hate the cocksucker because Jesus Christ, he's gonna ruin my fucking team. But Kyler, I mean Kyler Murray, he's and he went to Arizona. He's really he's not that great. He really should I mean, stay playing baseball. That's why O Alabama wins every year and OU gets fucking beat. I mean, he, they don't play for good teams. Yeah, <sighs> I'm. I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Arizona on this one. You're going with Kyler Murray. I'm going with Kyler over Andy Dalton, the fiery redhead, or whatever the hell they're calling. I'm gonna go with a fiery redhead. And I'm gonna. If he doesn't win, I'm gonna fucking set him on fire, and he'll be really a fire red, fiery redhead. So not literally. So Alex, you're taking Cincinnati, giving the points. Hell yeah. And Nick is taking Arizona, getting the picks. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I have a coin. God damn it. Because I really don't think even a three-point game even gives me a, a good spread on this one. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> I hate to say it, but Cincinnati's been close twice already this year. Arizona yeah. did tie, but they lost. To the Lions. And honestly, the Lions have done great. Arizona has not. I think the tie was a fluke for the Lions. I'm going to go Cincinnati. All right. Let's see what else we got here. That's what I'm saying. Cincinnati's all the way. Atlanta at Houston. This should be a, an amusing one. Um, let's can we can we make this go faster? Uh at, Houston. Hey, what's what's Houston res- record? Uh, I think they're two and two. Two and two. What's Atlanta's record? They're one, one and th- one and three. So I'm just gonna say Atlanta. I mean, I love the Dirty Birds, but they have the they ha- have not figured out how to get their team in line, and they have so many talented players on that team. They just haven't figured out how to kickstart the fuck out of them and I don't think it's going to happen this year so I'm going to go straight up with Houston All right, Houston is laying four by the way Just let you know. yeah I'm with I, I agree 100% with uh, I agree Alex, my name's Alex, Alex. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Houston both ways I am going to say that I can't rely on the fucking Texans for a fucking hole in the ground I'm going. Well, you know what, dude? And I think, you know, here, let me sell you on this because my mom owns oil lands. So there's there's still some holes in the ground in Houston. So I'm saying there's none in Atlanta. I don't know where I'm saying. I'm just saying you should pick Houston. No, I'm going to go to Atlanta. (laughs) Fucking asshole. (laughs) I am going to be different. That was the worst. I didn't even know where I was going with that argument, but it still went away from me. 
All right, so this, this line actually has changed throughout the week. It is Tampa at New Orleans. Line opened up at six and a half. The line is now New Orleans minus three. Yeah, you know, I I, I clicked on that link that uh, you put in the group, and I saw that. I was like, it did most definitely start off at six and a half, which was insane. That is that is money in the bank for the Bucks. But once again, I keep trying to tell everybody, don't bet against Tampa on the road. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are two and zero oh on the road this year. Um. And this is a big game for both teams because Tampa, if they win, they not only are sole possession of first place, even though they'll be tied potentially. If, okay, let's look at it this. If Tampa wins and Carolina wins, Tampa, New Orleans, and Carolina will all be 3-2. and two. But Tampa will technically be in first place because they've already beaten New Orleans and Carolina this season. Um, so this is a huge game for the Bucks, But um, the New Orleans Saints only won their game last week to Dallas, all based on field goals. Teddy Bridgewater didn't have that good good of a game. Calvin Kamara did not did not have that good well, of a game. Let's just talk about and, the defense, though. The defense was okay. fantastic. Defense, the defense was decent. But however, Mike Evans has had great. First off, let me say this because everyone's like, "Oh, Marshawn Lattimore's back." Blah blah blah. This, that, and everything else. But the problem that I have with that is that um, uh, Amari Cooper was not healthy. So, of course, Marshawn Lattimore had himself. Who gives a, a shit? Well, I, I Amari do, Cooper doesn't I, really do much, even when he is I healthy. Do. That's not true. Raider fan here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Forgot. <laughs> Forgot about that. He doesn't really um, do much when he's healthy. Um, so, for me personally, I am... Um, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm definitely taking Tampa plus the three, and I, I expect Jameis Winston. I don't know if he's gonna have a another 384 touchdown game like he had last week. Here's what I do expect. I do expect Jameis to have an efficient game, and I'm expecting that uh, what's his name is gonna have a big game too. Ronald Jones. I think Ronald Jones is gonna get starting. He won't probably start the game. But he'll definitely get somewhere between 20 and 30 carries. The Bucs are going to have to rely on running the football. I think Mike Evans is going to eat. I think Chris Godwin's going to eat. And I think for fantasy owners, this might be the game that OJ Howard finally Paul, What's out. up? So, Ryan Murphy. What's up, guys? Oh, no. Keep going, Nick. Yeah, no, but uh, what you call it? Nick, I'm going to make you feel bad. You can go ahead and take New Orleans if you want to. I'm going to take the angst. <laughs> But I wouldn't take that once again. I wouldn't take the Aints when the Buccaneers are good on the road. Remember, two and zero on the road, two and zero on the road. If this game was in Tampa, I'd have been like, you know what? Maybe because I don't know why the Bucks play like ass at home. But they you know would, what, dude? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you. Uh, you know, I I wanted I wanted to fight you, but uh, not literally. But I was like, man, come on, dude. Why well, you guys are both are about the same size? The Aints. <laughs> I have physically, I have physically been in the same room with both of you, well, one in Phoenix and one in here no, in New York. No, not even. The, you guys have been about the same about size. A fight. We're just talking about friendship. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what, dude? I think I'm going to take the fucking bucks. I think I'm going to take the bucks over the ants because you've been fucking screaming in my ear for the last week and a half. So I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take the bucks over the fucking ants. Got to man, you got to. In this case, in this case, you have to. And I'm just saying, you got, I gotta, I, you're gonna have to help me out. I'm being political about this. 
Yes, uh, dude. I'm telling you, we're we're gonna you're gonna see a brand new Tampa. Uh, uh, this isn't your normal Tampa. And, and let me say it like this too, because um, the Bucks man, beat off that the Raiders are the fucking terrible. Last, man, dude. fuck you, dude. Oh man. So we have comments in here, uh, just like Mac left Oakland and is a god in the NFC. I don't know where that one comes from. Uh, Clint says he takes the Saints and the Bears and every team that has former Raiders plays on it because the Raiders are a dumpster fire that is full of morons. You know what, dude? That's not right for you to call Raiders players. And you know what? Why are you calling Raiders players? Team dumpster fire. Is that because all they all fuck your mom, or what's what's going on there? What's going on? Why are you so angry against people that play for the Raiders? I don't know, but we're gonna it's jump okay, on here. It's okay, dude. Like, I mean, if we if we all fuck your mom, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say. Wait, I mean, wait. I know I was in there, and let me let me. I say- know why you're sad about it. Let me say this though, because Clint Paul keeps saying that the Bucks are bad. Which Buccaneers are bad? Last year's Buccaneers? These aren't last year's Talk Bucks. About the fucking Raiders, like, like against the. But Bears. I'm saying, like, but I'm saying, like, keep saying, he's sitting up here, keep saying that the Buccaneers are bad. But how are they bad? They just went and dropped fifty-five on the Los Angeles Rams, the defending NFC champions. So explain to me how they are bad. You know, yes, they lost a game against the New York Giants that they probably should have won. Yes, they came a little unprepared against Daniel Jones. Or the the Giants has really made good uh, uh, adjustments against the Buccaneers in that game. I'll give them that. But you can't sit there, but you cannot exactly. But you cannot sit there and tell me that you watched that game last week. And see, that's what that's what kills me about being a Bucks fan is that nobody looks at the team that they see in front of them. Everyone keeps looking at the teams that you've seen from before. We have more respective coaching. Jameis is playing way Newman. much better. And there's no way you can sit here and tell me the Buccaneers are bad. We're not an 0-4 Miami Dolphins team that is struggling to score touchdowns. We're a 2-2 team where everyone is saying that Jameis Winston is the hottest quarterback. They may not say he's the best quarterback, but he's most definitely the hottest quarterback since we too. So don't sit here. Don't try and come in here and troll and tell me that the Bucs are bad. All right. All right. By the way, he, so he, did, say, he did say, again, we're going to talk about one of the best defenses in the NFL. According to NFL.com, the Saints are not one of the top defenses in the NFL. Exactly. What are you talking about? They had one good game against the against the uh, Dallas Cowboys, and they're they're one of the best defenses in the league. Dude, Marshawn Lattimore was getting cooked all year prior to last week. Are you even watching the NFL, bro? Like, come on, man. You're smarter than that. Clint Paul, you're smarter than that. Dude, let, let's not let's not get stupid. I was trying to be a mellow person. I was just trying to be chill. Let's you know, go. Let's let it go. Let it go. Right. I was trying to, you know, I know I went crazy last week. I was trying to chill out. But when you come at me with dumbass comments like that, saying the same thing, defenses in the league, but Marshawn Lattimore has historically given up the most uh, receiving yards as a defensive back, you're an idiot if you think that. So that's why I'm exactly saying that either A, you're 
trolling or B, you don't watch football. And I'm trying to respectfully think that you're trolling because you don't watch football, dude, because there's no way you're saying that Saints defense just because they're three and one doesn't mean that they have the best defense in the league. They got lucky two weeks ago against Seattle because they don't have a good what you call it uh, secondary. And then they got lucky last week because Dak Prescott had a had an off game. So, dude, don't spare me with the nonsense, please. All right. While I'm going We're, to get a drink. Uh, wait a wait a wait a transition. You don't Go, watch games Ricky, every, What up? You All don't right. watch games every week. While not, I get a, while I, like that you don't. All right. While I go get a drink out of my mini fridge. Next game up on the list is Minnesota traveling to MetLife versus the New York Giants. Both teams are coming into the game at 2 and 2. Okay? The spread on the game is Minnesota minus 5. Under over 43 and a half. Nick, I'll leave Nick, that to Nick. you while I go get the drink. Yes, sir. Um, this game is interesting to me because, you know, we were we were talking about it earlier about how the struggles of the Minnesota Vikings are right now offensively if the run game is not going. Um, the Giants, for what it's worth, has really – I know last week they played the Redskins. The Redskins are bad. They had the comeback win against Tampa two weeks ago. But you got to give credit where credit is due. Daniel Jones looked like a world beater two weeks ago. Last week he looked decent, did make some rookie errors, but luckily it was against the Redskins. You can't make those same errors going into this game in week three. And then with Minnesota – the focus is if you can't get the run game going, can you trust Kirk Cousins to make the throws? And I know that the Giants um, defense has kind of improved, but it's still struggling. So maybe Kirk Cousins can get a couple connections with Adam Thielen, with Stephon Diggs. If the run game is not working, I mean, this is a tough one. This is a real tough one. If this game was in Minnesota, I would automatically pick the Giants. I think the Giants being at home, I think it's going to be crazy in New York with everything that's going on. Um, See, for me, before you... Say uh, Minnesota. What do you say? Minnesota minus five. Now, obviously, we discussed earlier about the Kirk Cousins bullshit. Let's also not forget. Now, again, it was Washington, and Washington has not played pretty great offensively as of late. But the Giants actually did flex their muscles last week. They did. Was there not? I I think I believe there was five interceptions in the game last week. Yeah, it was. I know. I know. Haskins threw three. But I believe there was so many turnovers in the game. The Jets' defense actually reminded me the Jets. uh, Sorry, not the Jets. The Giants' defense of old, where the secondary was actually active and making plays. So, if there is a big turnaround with this Giants' defense at some point, this may be one of those games where, again, Thielen and Diggs may not get involved as much. And they may rely on Dalvin Cook to run the ball a lot because, really, the Giants don't have a pass rush. Right. So let's say that Minnesota may rely more on the ground game. And even though Minnesota isn't slated as a top five or top ten defense, their defense is pretty stout to begin with. And it did show up really decently well in that Bears game on Sunday. It did. It really did. Um, here's what I'm going to say. I think, I'm, oh, man, dude. 
Like, I almost kind of want to think that the Giants are going to upset Minnesota, but I don't. I'll take Minnesota to win, but I, I, I don't think they cover. Dude, come on now. You think the Giants are going to upset Minnesota? I really? Said, said Minnesota will win, but I don't think they'll cover. I, I said I wanted to, but I didn't. I'm going to go with the Giants upsetting Minnesota. <laughs> wow. Just, just. I'm going to do that on my lotto picks. <laughs> like, uh, Giants are going to upset Brian Minnesota. Murphy, I, I want to say I completely agree with you right now. They're still going at it in the chat, and I agree. Only a moron would say a team sucks that they didn't drop 55. Stupid. It's just, it's stupid. Yeah, but then again, just to rehash the point that I've been bringing up all year so far. The Rams' defense is not that great as of right now. So, no. All right, so Alex is taking the Giants both ways. Both ways. I hate to oh, say geez. this, but... This is the only time. Honestly, look at this. In the past two years that we've done this show, this is the only time I've ever taken the Giants. I'm taking Minnesota both ways. Well, of course you got to take Minnesota both ways. Fuck Minnesota. You know what, though? Until the jury's really out on the Giants' defense, I think that's going to be the main key to it all. Yep. True. Okay. Bears at Raiders. This is a... Uh, Fuck. Second, In London. second to last of the 1 o'clock games here on the Eastern Coast. Um, Trubisky's out. Yeah, Chicago minus five at Oakland. No, it's in London. Well, they, they have Oakland listed as the home game. Yeah, home yeah, game. that's the one fucking. That's how we've been getting fucked over for home games for the past few fucking years. We're gonna play fucking Canada. Play play a fucking shitty ass game in Canada against Green Bay in the fucking preseason. We also had to play. Mexico City and London last year. So now we're playing in London against the Bears. I'm going to go Oakland all the fucking way, dude. Wow. Oh, boy, this one's tough, man. Oakland really looked really good against, you know, a bounce back game on the road, nonetheless, against uh, any is our not. It's our second game on the road, and we're going to have five more. And I don't know, man. Can I can can Derek Carr really figure out the jigsaw puzzle that is the Chicago Bears defense? No. Oh yeah, because he already yeah. he already knows it's it's Khalil Mack's defense, and we have a way better offensive line than Mack is. And Trent Brown and Mack have a big fucking issue, and Trent Brown has thrown. Khalil Mack's dick in the dirt several times, and Trent Brown is on our front line. I'm just going to say, I think in London town, the Raiders are going to at least win by seven. Oh, okay. Okay, that's, that's a bold prediction. That's a bold prediction. There maybe should be a personal wager between you two made for this game on Sunday morning. Ooh. Between you two. You two. Yes, between you and oh. Nick. No, me and Nick. Yeah, I think there may be there may be a personal wager on that one. 
Man, seven points, dude. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm going. I'm. I do. I cannot go against the Bears defense. It's just. It's so good. But then again. Yeah, but they lost a couple. They lost. A, they've already lost two dudes. I mean. Oh, that's right. Roquan Smith is not. Yeah, he's out. Team. Out. Out skis. Ooh, I forgot about that. And so you don't sixteen-hour no, trip. So you have no you have no Mitch. Yep. And you're. I'm to- just saying, like, I mean, it's whatever. I mean, we're we're tra- we're all traveling to London. Like Chicago's traveling to London. Oakland's traveling to London. Uh, wait, wait. I who did really you say? Don't- who did you say was out? Roquan Smith and uh, Trubisky. Uh, no, he's not. He's not listed on the injury report. Oh, is he? Roquan is not on the injury report. The only ones he that they're saying sure out the for this game is. is Tyler Gabriel, uh, Theodore Lawson, Nichols, and Trubisky. No, Roquan's on the. I thought Roquan Smith was on it too. NFL.com does not have him listed on the injury report. So that means he's playing. My BAD. So what? He's going to get hurt even more and fucking ruin a season? (laughs) Why not? I don't don't think that's going to happen. I'm just going to go Bears both ways, dude. I'm sorry. I have to. That defense is too good. And I don't know if if Oakland's smart enough to crack the code that is the Chicago Bears defense. They're fucking asshole because it's our defense. I'm agreeing with Nick. I'm going with Raiders all the way. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. The chat's in an uproar right now. All right. Uh, last of the 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time games. My God, do we really have to talk about Mr. Mono again? It's Jets at Philly. Yeah, I'm going Philly both ways. Uh, Philly is laying 14 and a half. Oh yeah, yeah they yeah. Dude, Luke Falk is starting. Enough said. Philly both ways. And a hush falls over the crowd for Alex. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going that way too. Trying to check out and see if Trubisky's going to play. No, Trubisky's he's playing. Chase Daniels going to be in the game. Yeah, for, uh, thank God. For the Chase Daniels. Oh, hey, hey, hey! Can I Chase say this Daniels going to be the quarterback? Hey, Hell yeah! Can I say this too? Can I say Fuck this? Yeah. Do Chase want- Daniels, I didn't realize Chase Daniels is gonna be the quarterback in that game. That guy's a fucking piece of shit. Hell yeah. Hey, can I can I say this too? Um 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 do you know what fan base is the easiest to troll? Bears fans. Oh, I've never met a bunch of sensitive moes in my entire life. Yeah, Dude. but they're also the ones that like what was that they did smoking uh it was the quarterback they had two years ago when they would like put cigarettes in his mouth? Oh, Jay Cutler. Yeah, smoking Cutler. Man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Hey, dude, they, they, they fucking they fucking troll themselves. 
Hey, I put on my Facebook, you know, they say that Shaq Barrett is the only player in NFL history to have eight sacks and one interception in, in, in the first four games of the se- uh, the season. So without missing a beat, I was like, oh, I got to I got to take advantage of this. So I put how Shaq Barrett is a is a better defensive player than Khalil Mack. And here come the butt hurt sensitive bear fans. Hey! Uh, no, you guys just you didn't didn't know about this exactly like. You didn't know about Khalil Mack. You don't know. Like, all right, well, um, Khalil Mack, he was a really good player for the Raiders, and then then he fucking played for you guys. All right. See, uh, that's what that's what they are, though. They don't know that shit. All right. So that's the end of the technical one o'clock Eastern Standard Time games. Uh, for everybody, like in, and we're only there yet. Yeah, and we have, believe it or not, only two four o'clock games this week. Oh my goodness gracious! Because the Who's Raider game, because the Raider game is in London, obviously. God, you Gen- know, and we're not. We don't want to be that bougie. We're not trying to be bougie. Well, I don't know how bougie we anybody wants to be want- there. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Ricky. We have Denver at the L.A. Chargers. L.A. L.A. Chargers minus six. You mean Denver, aren't they? I mean, Denver's laying six to the the Chargers? No, the Chargers are laying six. Okay, well, then I'm going to go Chargers with the points. Dude, I'm going to screw L.A. I'm so sick of this. Uh, what's his name? Do you think Denver's going to beat fucking L.A.? Fuck oh, I'm, I'm just so tired of. Yeah, me too. The but river. Denver's not going to beat them. Dude, trust me. If Denver learned how to close out games, they'd be straight. Dude, all, give me. I'm, all, I'm taking Denver in the upset, dude. Screw L.A. I'm sick of this Los Angeles crap. Screw well, them. Also, remember, Melvin Gordon's coming back this week. Uh, I don't care. For the, for oh, the you know what? You know what else? You know what? I'm. Oh, damn, I forgot. Isn't what's his name gone for the year now? Bradley Chubb. Yeah, Bradley Chubb's gone for the year too. Ah, <laughs> it's, just, it's just Von Miller. Never mind. I take it back. I got it. I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Go Chargers. I go. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> just go. Help, <laughs> uh, okay, final of the uh, four o'clock games: Green Bay at Dallas. It's Dallas minus three and a half under over forty-seven. Just for the fact that we Green mentioned- Bay. Yeah, just for the fact that we mentioned earlier that Green Bay is not even going to have uh, Devontae Adams in this game because of Turto, which now allows me to believe. See, here's the here's the thing that's that's crazy about Green Bay. For the first three weeks, we're like, oh man, this Green Bay's defense is great. It's it's different. It's not the same. Blah 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 blah. And then the Green Bay defense looked like the Green Bay defense we know, and Dallas just had one bad week. Uh, New Orleans caught him slipping. Dak Prescott's going back home to throw four TDs on the lame-ass Green Bay Packers. Give me Dallas both ways. Dude, you are the biggest Dallas sympathizer. 
God. <laughs> you uh, pissed me off a little bit. I mean, I love you, Nick. He's like, well, you know, I mean, the Aints are going to play. The Aints are going to play the fuck Bucks. I mean, we're going to beat them. But, you know, Dallas did a really good job of fucking up last last weekend. Uh, I really wish Dallas would have won. <laughs> but it was of it. course you would, because you wanted to beat the fucking Saints. Michael Gallup or is you listed as questionable for this game, by the way. Who is Michael Gallup? I mean, and yeah. I don't even know what the fucking... Like, I'm just I'm just chastising Nick. What's actually what's the game we're talking about now? It's, it's Green Bay Dallas <laughs> Dallas minus three. Green. Actually, I'm going to go with Nick on Dallas. <laughs> as as much as I'm talking shit on Nick, I'm going to go with Dallas. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sunday night. F- that is Sunday night football, I believe. No, I think that's the what you call it. No, Sunday night football is Indy at Kansas City. Kansas City minus 11. Kansas City. I mean, come on. Yeah, I can't take Indy on the road on this one. I got to go Kansas City both ways. I just hope the Colts pick off Pat Mahomes so that we can stop praising this man like he's flipping Jesus. God bless. And he Before is. We have, in a man, come on, dude. He, you, you, you don't even. He's Jesus. He is Jesus. Clint, the Saints aren't winning, dude. So, yeah, next. All right, so you guys are taking Kansas City across the board? Yeah. Yeah, I got to. Dude. As much as it pains my fucking soul, I will take Kansas City across the board. All right, Monday Night Football. Cleveland versus San Francisco. Game at San Fran. San Fran minus four under over 46 and a half. Jimmy G versus uh, Baker Mayfield. That sounds like a great game. I don't know. Uh, Nick, Nick is Nick is really like upset at this point because, you know, this this is a very weird game for him. It really is. Damn. I guess I gotta go with San Francisco. Both Same ways. here, man. San San Francisco. I'm going with San Francisco. Yeah, they're going with the forty names. All right, San Fran. And God, don't tell anybody that I went with San Francisco. Um, it's being broadcasted, and then it'll be on like Apple and iHeart and Spotify. Yeah, no, and you They'll can still hide yourself. that fact that uh, fucking Raider fan went with the. I'm just saying, Raider fan went with the fucking forty ers That's not a cool look for me. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get you some Joke. red and gold. Joking. No, I'm not going to wear it. Uh, but joking. I mean, 49ers are going to fucking take that game all the way. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you 100% on that one. With you 100%. All right. Dude, so- I, I, am, I am so stoked for this this Sunday, these Sunday's games, dude. Well, so stoked. I have to kind of. Oh, be, no. I have to beat Alex out though, because I actually am going to be up to watch that Raiders game on Sunday. It's at noon. Yeah, but again, I am going to be up the entire day watching football. Yeah, so will I. So, that should be fun dude, watching dude, the one by game the for time one that hour. G- dude, when that game comes around, I'm going to be at a bar just like. Hey. 
like pouring beer into my face. Well, I, unless I buy it screaming early Sunday morning. Fuck the bears. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so that's week five. Um, I'm pretty sure that's where we're we're at right now. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, so everybody for the week, um, you guys split with spread in and pick. Just let you guys know because everybody went Seattle. I watched the the video end of the video, and I split. So I took both sides. I got the Rams with the points, but Seattle with the win. And nice. that's pretty much it. Did you lick their taint when you won that one? No, I didn't. Unfortunately, I was still doing. Uh, I'm pretty work sure while did. I was watching the game. Man, dude, I was so I was mad as hell that they didn't convert that too. I was like, damn it! And this this how this game's gonna end, thirty to flipping twenty nine or whatever it was. I'm like, damn it! All you had to do, all you had to do was. Or it, what? And I can't even blame Russell Wilson. It was a good throw. Just DK Metcalf's dumbass lets some five eleven dude rip the ball out of his hands. How you like six three, a rip two twenty five? Let some five ten guy rip the ball out of your hands. All right. So for everybody who uh, ended up watching this video after it was live, uh, don't forget to hit the hashtag replay to let us know that you did. Like the page, Arch Rivals Football and Pain Train Pipe Bomb, because they've been going to either one of the two pages. So you'll be able to find it on either one. Uh, we do share it there as well. And this podcast is actually on Apple. It's on iHeartRadio. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Google Play. And MileHighRadio.com. And MileHighRadio.com. So thank you guys for listening to all these shows. Yes. Nick, any final comment? Uh, go Bucks. And uh, when we see you Tuesday, we'll be talking about uh, the red and pewter being in first place. And, and without being outshone the whole time that we've been doing the show, the Yankees have been out here whooping ass and taking names. We're up 10-4, and uh, I'll be looking forward to be going up 2-0. I'm telling you, it's going to be a great weekend. Great weekend. Florida State upsets Clemson tomorrow. Yankees go up 2-0. Bucks are in first place. Jesus Good Christ. Calm the fuck down. We're not even talking <laughs> about college. We're not even talking about Look, Nick. I mean, we're ending the show now. <laughs> tomorrow is Saturday, and then you can you can do your... Oh, my God. Oh, oh. In your college sports, that's tomorrow. Haters going to hate when you shining. Hey man, that's tomorrow. That don't I, don't don't overdo my glow. Stop hitting I'm, my glow. Yeah, I don't want your glow on my face. So just, like <laughs> oh. aim it somewhere. Else. <laughs> all right, guys. Till Tuesday night at nine thirty Eastern Standard. We'll catch you guys all later. All right, everybody. Have a good night.